Stay Scary podcast contains adult themes and language and questionable life decisions. Listener discretion is advised. Now listen closely. They will attack your eyes till nothing remains but two bloody sockets. Ladies and gentlemen, my subject is disturbed tonight. Her world is disturbed. Now I saw those bodies, and whoever mutilated them has a very special problem. There's nothing to be afraid of. Stay Scary Podcast. Is that the Pazuzu face? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, well, it's, it's, it's Captain, or or it's also referred to as the Death Mask. Do you, do you make Pazuzu face in you know regular real life? How, like, when do you make Pazuzu face on the tea? Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like look at the face. Like, I am uh, re- I am resting Pazuzu face. Resting Pazuzu <laughs> face. I'm making the Pazuzu face. But they would flash the images of Pazuzu, and then like yeah. the music coming w- out of was, the subway. Yep, and then there was like the music, and they were like these uh, fright stab sounds yeah mm. now i just really like making this hand motion yeah it's well, our anniversary it's our, well it's the anniversary. anniversary it's the anniversary it's the Lisa anniversary well it's the anniversary of of when we when we met at uh here at, at malden access no actually it was a uh, it was uh behind us because remember the first class was at that senior center yes it was and, at the senior center and arlie had her concert yeah, right. arlie too. was there arlie, arlie was, was there. there yep yep yeah. So you got is- to meet not just me, but my daughter. The evil one. <laughs> so welcome to Stay Scary Podcast, a very silly podcast about very serious horror. My name is Lisa McColgan. I'm Ian Kiefer. And here's our guest. I'm Christopher Robichaud. Hi, Christopher. How are you? Welcome to Malden. Thank you very much. Malden Rock City. And uh, are you planning on visiting Hobby Bunker after this? Because I'm probably going to Hobby Bunker. I think I am because yeah, uh, you baby, highly recommend it. Hobby Bunker. Have you ever been to the Hobby Bunker? I have not. Oh, dude, it's the best. It's the best. Have, have you been to Hobby Bunker, Yin? No. No, oh, Hobby Bunker is awesome. Just follow the smell of Hot Pockets and uh, Model Glue. Oh. And then you're, you're there. <laughs> have to check it out. How, how can you resist those, those directions? Right? <laughs> it sounds like my college days. It's in the, right. it's in the basement <laughs> of what used to be the Jordan Marsh, because there used to be a Jordan Marsh. And, and uh, yeah. Uh, Christopher, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I know you have a, a podcast. I do. Uh, I'm a um, senior lecturer in ethics and public policy at the Harvard Kennedy School. Yes. And uh, I have a podcast called This Week in Dystopia. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's very good. It's it's an uplifting. You sound so smiling as you talk about this dystopia. It's kind of like worst year ever. Have you listened to worst year ever? No. Yeah. By the same guys that do, the same guy that does um, uh, Behind the Bastards. We'll talk about those. Yes. It's good good stuff. But yeah. Uh, Always an education. This week looks at um, politics and pop culture, of which there is a never ending and never ending connection. Yes, it's true. Uh, And he's also a big horror fan, which is. Oh, yeah. I might have added that. He's, yeah. yeah, he's a obsessed big, with horror. I think horror. That's, that's, how, that's how Chris. I wouldn't have known from the shirt right, that he's right. wearing of uh, of Captain Howdy. Captain I, I, Howdy even, I don't know if you know this. I think you know this, right? I haven't acted in a low budget horror movie. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. Do tell. Uh, it's called The Dead Matter. It was filmed in 2007, released a few years thereafter. Much younger me, but I play Frank, a sarcastic, cynical scientist. This was not much of a stretch. No. Uh, who uh, is you know drawn into a world of vampires and zombies? I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so, so where can I find the movie? You can stream this on Amazon, I think. iTunes. It's uh, it's it's out probably, there now. Pretty it's probably easy. on YouTube. My, too. my students will uh, uncover it once every couple of years, and they will they will have a screening where they're like, "Watch Professor Robo's show, fight <laughs> off vampires and zombies." That's great. Nice. I love it. Yeah. So we've got a movie star and an academic in our midst today. 
And this is a, it's perfect because the, the topic is, is kind of scholarly. I'm, I found it in a way. It, oh, it's very scholarly. Yeah. You, you can dig, dig real, real deep. And so, yeah, this episode is about Catholicism in horror. We need bells. Yeah. Ring the bells. The moment of transubstantiation. Uh, we'll ring the bell. I um, learned that word here from you, Lisa. Well, yes, because I am I am Catholic to my core. Why don't Why don't, why don't you start with with your religious background? Because you, I think you are the non-Catholic. I in am the, room. the non-Catholic in the room. So I I I, could, I looked up you know what the differences were between. Uh, so I'm Lutheran and Buddhist. <laughs> That's how I grew up. That's an amazing combination. So I'm a Lutheran. <laughs> And uh, so, you know, Lutheran, the, that that simply is just Martin Luther having, he was Catholic to begin with. Oh, yeah. He decided. Everybody, he had a few Everybody issues. was. Yeah. 99. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had 99 problems. And the Pope was one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, it, so the Luther, in the Lutheran faith, I, I, I've been to quite a few Catholic services, not too much difference between the, the, your services and our services. Um, you know, clergy, Catholic light. Yeah. Catholic light. You know, uh, so if you're a clergy person, you know, that your pastors can get married, um, which I think is great. I think priests should be allowed to get married. I, that's a, that's an opinion. I'm not going to fight over oh, that with people, you, but got no, you got yeah. no arguments from most, most, uh, I mean, Pope Francis almost went there recently. I mean, yeah. we got closer than ever before, but then he, and then he backed away. From yeah. It. And, and you know, there were, uh, there isn't, we, we do talk about, you know, the gospel of, you know, the, sure. the, 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 the disciples and everything, but we don't like go so far as to like saintness with them. I don't, I don't, I feel like there's, well, more I mean, that a, was, that, that was sort of a, a big thing. And, you know, that praying to saints was, was blasphemous that really the only communication you should have is, is between you and God and you should not have any intermediaries. Right. It's a direct, you know, we dial direct. Versus Catholics <laughs> who are like, how dare you call upon God directly? Yeah. Here's no. like 14 <laughs> people you should talk, should to, talk first. to first. It's a bureaucracy. It's this like is, a calling in I for know. your cable or it's something like, like that. It's like, <laughs> let me connect you to the next operator. Hold on. This is the wrong I'm department. Sick. Sorry, St. Francis is not available. Perhaps you'd like to talk to St. Anthony. Please wait while he puts you on a brief hold. You know, like whatever the music is they put you on. But uh, yeah, you know, so I, I guess I, I feel like uh, a lot of the times I've often been accused of being direct or to to the point and i'm like oh yeah i guess there are some channels i should be going through and i don't always realize that gets me into trouble sometimes it gets things done so i guess that's that's a little window and the and the buddhism is my mother's influence and um and i still there's a there's a lovely uh dharma center in medford that I'll go to every now and then called the Kurukula Center of Tibetan Studies. And uh, every now and then I'll go to a service there just to kind of, you know, listen to the monks there and have a great time just meditating and is it Tibetan? Yeah, it's a Tibetan tradition. Cause there's a lot of pomp and circumstance around Tibetan Buddhism too. I'd say, yeah, because the, I mean, you know, the beautiful artwork that you see, right. it's mm-hmm. they're, they're yeah. very ornate. Um, you know, the, the cot, I want to say costumes. I'll call them costumes. No, they are. The same with Catholicism. Yeah. Beautiful costumes. I can't, the the incense, same, right? Catholic (laughs) incense is stinky though. God, it stinks. I inhaled enough of it on that altar. Oh, were you an altar altar boy? Of course. God damn it. (laughs) The other thing that I noticed that was different was uh, Catholicism is uh, salvation through good works versus Mm -hmm. salvation through faith alone, which is, you know, what we, we were taught. All you have to do is believe and, 
you know, your soul is right. is golden, right? Just be a good person. <laughs> it's that simple. Just be a good person. Catholicism is, you know, salvation through good works, but also damnation if you don't show up yeah, every if Sunday. Don't, if you don't go on Sunday yeah. and yeah. and uh, yeah and and fast and, uh, before communion and and don't eat meat on Fridays and which they rescinded. They rescinded a lot of things. You can eat meat on Fridays during the Lenten season. Is I that think. right? I, I think I you can. I, 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 haven't I, think they, that I think they rescinded that one, and they also still having filet of fish is, isn't it? This is <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, Friday. Yeah, McDonald's, McDonald's. was peak filet of fish right? or fish sticks, cheese pizza. Like yeah. I mean, tuna casserole was like that was the Friday thing School for the longest lunches. time oh, until yes. my mother figured out that she could just order a cheese pizza and then it was all set. Is the tuna casserole with like the crumbled up potato chips on it? Oh, yeah, dog. That's classic. Yeah, the dog. Corn flakes. Oh, not corn flakes. What corn the fuck? Corn flakes on it. <laughs> but what they, the fuck? They also they corn also flakes. I think uh, rescinded the rule that if you died by suicide. Um, you can be buried in consecrated ground now. now yeah, that, but you probably one, still yeah, go to that, purgatory. Yeah. You probably still have to go to the waiting room. Yeah. Yeah. Hang out there for a little bit. Hang out in the then, waiting then, room. Then again, you pray to the saints. You know, you go through the list to get those folks yeah. on their way. And then they put you on the escalator up and yeah, I, uh, I, it, I, I am no longer a practicing Catholic, but there's uh, a lot that I still very much enjoy about Catholicism. If you, if you really dig deep, it is a fucked up religion. They can, you it can has, mix it up with your Wiccanism. It has a, I'm not a Wiccan. I'm not a Wiccan. Don't call me a Wiccan. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, no, I mean, I think you can, you can, you can, you can. I just don't believe in anything. Well, yeah, you don't believe in anything. Well, and honestly, like, I don't believe, we believe in nothing. I don't believe in much either. I don't believe in like fairies and sprites and, and, and that stuff. It's a very, um, the way I look at witchcraft is that it's any, it, it's like anything else. It's like meditation. It's like prayer. It's any way of manifesting your needs, but you're doing it through spell work rather than sitting on a cushion and meditating or kneeling at a pew and praying. It's, it's, you know, a lot of it's similar. You've well, got an just, intention, well, right? It's just cool. You know, yeah. you, then you can make like little spell jars and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's your intention and it's concentrated and you put your energy behind it. So, you know, you're more likely to achieve the goals that you're that's, trying to achieve. That's exactly it. That's exactly it for me. Um, but yeah, uh, the the history of the Catholic Church, if you really do kind of a even even a cursory dive oh, into it, there's it some crazy, pretty- crazy shit. And Christopher and I have sort of talked about this online uh, off and on is that I think Catholics, um, if you're raised Catholic, I think you are drawn to horror in a way that maybe others don't quite understand um, because you're you're raised in this religion that's very much about bloodletting, mm. right? It's definitely it's, a different flavor. I mean, you, you drink blood every you, every you week. You drink yep. blood. You a eat. It's, it's cannibalism. And and then if you were in a really old school church, you had all of these statues around. Um, if you lives of the saints and and a lot of those statues were just. So Super gory, insane. There was one uh, I was raised, and interestingly enough, I was raised in the parish that housed two uh, 
uh, priests um, who were later went to jail for sexual abuse. Oh. Father Gagan, who kicked off the whole scandal. Yeah. Father Gagan was at uh, St. Paul's Parish for a few years. In fact, um, my brother uh, often joked because all my, si- my my siblings and I all went through the same Catholic school that was attached to the church. And there was a at the eighth grade, um, there was an award for the best eighth grade boy. <laughs> who had the best grades and it was the Father Gagan Award. And in retrospect, and, that stuff that stuff just looks so ghastly. Oh, and my brother, but my brother was just like, thank God I didn't win the Father right. Gagan Award because my, my, my brother was like hyper achiever, um, but he did not win the Father Gagan Award. But yeah, Gagan, Gagan was at our parish and then, you know, shunted off to, you know, a couple of different parishes beyond that. So yeah, I mean, I, I have a very... <laughs> You got the inside scoop on a I've lot of this. I got the inside scoop on a lot of stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, so obviously, you know, I have some deep, deep-rooted problems, but then also still a very deep-rooted, not admiration, but... Um, you know, there's a lot. I, I love the pageantry of the Catholic Mass. I love, um, I love the. Uh, oh, they put on a show. The pomp. It's musical theater. Yeah, it's musical theater. Um, and you know, I'm I'm also super into you know the 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 lives of the saints. And and again, going back to the statues, if you'd look around in the basement of our church, there was the there was the main church upstairs, and then there was the basement church where the kids went to um, to mass during the day if there was a holy day of obligation. Um, and there was a, uh, it was a, it was a really bad rendition of the Pieta, um, which is the the statue of the Virgin Mary holding Christ as he's after he's come down from the cross, and it's just all marble in the original. But this was painted; it was mm-hmm. like painted. You know, she's got like the the blue robes, and there's like blood, you know, from the 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 side where he was, you know, stabbed in the side with the sword, and it was just gaudy and I, macabre. Yeah, and I would just sit there, you know, on a Wednesday, you know, looking over at that statue and just being like, oh my God, you know, but then later, you know, I would, if you go to, I think if you still go to churches in the North end of Boston, you can get, uh, there's some st- like there's like Saint, um, I think it's Saint Lucy with the eyeballs on the platter. <laughs> that's that's actually my favorite. So I uh, I was born in Euclid, Ohio. Okay. By um, a, a shrine called Our Lady of Lords, right? Right. And we would go there every Easter season because they had an outdoor Stations of the Cross and they had a few statues. Mm-hmm. As a little boy, I'm walking with my parents and there's Saint Lucy. I just see her as a young young girl mm-hmm. holding this plate. So first I asked my mother, it's like why because of the season? Why is she holding jelly beans? <laughs> <laughs> And my mother, of course, without missing a beat, right, is yeah. like, like, like she's helping the situation. Yeah. Oh, oh no, Chris, th- those aren't jelly beans; those are her eyes. <laughs> and then I say, well, wait a minute. I'm like, why? Why? And she's why? like, well, uh, a man wanted her to sin by uh, looking at his nakedness, and so rather than doing that, um, she she, she, she p- plucked, p- plucked her out eyes. her eyes. And I thought to myself, eyes. why didn't she just close her eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I would, that's the ultimate rejection. I would rather pluck my eyes out than to look at your I mean, naked body. Right? Like that's, oh. that's a sick burn right there. Uh, that's, I mean, later, I guess other versions of the myth is her eyes were plucked out. There's no, there's no good version of this story, No, but it's so funny no. how St. Lucy ends up in so many places. Someone, yeah. A little girl with her eyes torn out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, uh, on a plate. And then who was the one who, uh, who had her breasts cut off and she oh. has those on a plate. Um, and I don't know that one. Yeah, that no, one they did not have a statue of. It's on me. a plate. Yeah. yeah it's 
it's probably in here it's somewhere. In I've got my I've got I've got like a nice copy here I of Lives I, of the Saints. I think every like Catholic every Catholic house had a copy of Lives of the Saints. If you go on Amazon Prime, there is Lives of the Saints for kids. There's a whole series of them. Oh, it's probably a lot. I started less I disgusting. started watching it. I, then it started out with Padre Pio. Okay, and um, also very big in the North End. Yeah. And okay, so I'm just I'm just gonna dive right into like a, a three things that I that I kind of plucked out of the movies was um, I looked at the movie Stigmata, yeah, and I looked at what Stigmata was because you know I, we weren't again didn't grow up that way, so I was like, oh, well, how does a Stigmata work, right? So I guess Saint Francis of Assisi was the first person who was documented with having the Stigmata, mm-hmm. and for those of you out there. Having the stigmata as the uh, wounds of Christ as he was crucified and yeah. uh, whipped on the and you know they had the, uh, the sword spear. piercing yeah, yeah, the, spear yeah piercing. This, this the sword of the spear of destiny um, and uh, Saint Padre Pio is the second person that was documented of having the stigmata and the last one is a woman uh, Sister Miriam Teresia Chiramel. Um so it's it's kind of interesting because I was looking at it's like, OK, so what are what would be the explanation? What's the logical explanation of somebody having this stigmata? Right. Mm. You know, and so there's this guy who's this uh, theologian. His name is Ivan Illich. Mm-hmm. And um, he wrote this book called Hospitality and Pain. Nice. A cute little ditty about, yeah. you know, Catholicism and right. everything. And that's, uh, that's it. Yeah. In a, in Hospitality and pain. <laughs> It's the new Hellraiser movie. Hellraiser 25, Hospitality and Pain. It's like a bed and breakfast, you know? It's hospitality and and where they hurt you in in the morning instead of... Yeah, so yeah, after mass, you go down and you have your donut and your orange drink and... uh, And remember, he died for you. And you you lay on a spiked bed. Um, No, but he says, uh, compassion with Christ is faith so strong and so deeply incarnate that it leads to the individual embodiment of the contemplated pain. So this over-identification with Christ's wounding on the so you cross. Could make yourself bleed. Right. All right. Like a ne- neurotic necrosis. I like mean, that, that makes sense. That's in a my way. new band name. Necrotic. My what new, is that? Necro- neurotic necrosis. Oh, necrotic, neurotic necrosis. Followed by uh, my second band, which we'll get into is the uh, cadaver synod. My, <laughs> mine would be a uh, secondary sex organs. <laughs> Oh. I don't have a good band name after after those. I, I what I was going to say, though, about this, is what's interesting is when people usually manifest the stigmata, right, the wounds are in the hands. Right? Yeah. But from what we know, sadly, and we do know things about crucifixion, right, absolutely. First of all, unlike the they were even nailed most of the time, but rather hung up. But if you were going to yeah. be nailed, of course it wasn't the hands. Hands would rip right off. Right. As, as ghoulish. And the Romans were quite efficient at knowing how to, how to hang, hurt hang some people, people on wood. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so it must be – I like that explanation because it's about people reflecting on – what they've seen as the images of suffering and pain and then right. manifesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There are also rumors that uh, St. Uh, Padre Pio was purchasing carbolic acid. Um, Entirely possible. I and mean, look at Mother Teresa. <laughs> yes. Find I heard all some, this stuff about Mother Teresa. After I heard the some fact. bad things about her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they also you can't all at, be saints. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, 
epilepsy, hysteria was also looked at possible um, reasons why scientific things like um, uh, other things like uh, anorexia, self-mutilation, mm-hmm. which are like concomitant with each other. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, you know, you're emaciated, you're not getting enough nourishment. Yeah, you might hallucinate a little bit. You may be, you know, you're thinking maybe a little bit off and you may yeah, you know, and you're, scar and, yourself and, up. And, it, and that's interpreted as ecstasy. Like, you know, when you look at a lot of pictures of saints and even Jesus and, you know, their eyes are rolled up up, you know, like so far up into their heads, just like in, 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 in ecstasy, the sacred heart of Christ and the sacred heart of Mary. And they're just exposed in their chest, you know, and they've just got these, you know, ecstatic expressions. Um, and you know, so yeah, it's, especially if, um, like when you're confirmed in the Catholic church, you can actually take on a saint's name for yourself. It's kind of like your way of like reclaiming your Catholicism and then also naming yourself, um, after a saint and because you had no say in, yeah. you know, your, your, your parents naming you or in my case, my brother naming me, um, my brother named me. There's eight years between me and my brother. My brother named me as sort of a, it was like the consolation prize for not being an only child anymore. So there's like no tradition behind my name. He just liked the way it sounded. Just, we, you get to name her. Yeah. I don't get to be the only kid. No, but you can name but her. But you can name her. Yeah, great. Thanks, Bill. Um, <laughs> so, I took um, Kateri uh, Tekaguida, uh, who is um, the the Lily of the Mohawks, and she was actually um, she that was, is, that's your name, that's your Catholic that's my name? that's my confirmation name. Can you so if you were to introduce yourself with your whole name, yeah. <laughs> and that you... was a joke for a long time. Like oh. um, um, my friend Christina, when we were at mass and we do the the sign of peace, where you shake your hand and peace yeah. be with you, yeah, peace, be with you. Yeah. peace of God be with you, Lisa Diane Kateri Tekaguida McColgan. My God. <laughs> Hey, what's yours? What's your Catholic name? I chose Michael. My, oh. The archangel yep. who fights Satan. That's my son's middle name. Nice. Yeah. I forget what he chose for his, he, my son decided he wanted to be Catholic when he moved up here. So, because his dad and his uh, stepmom were Catholic. Good God. But yeah. So the tender age of five, he said, I want to be Catholic like my, like my dad. And I'm like, okay, go ahead. Go with God. <laughs> you know, you, you reminded me of something though, thinking about horror movies for a second, this notion of the ecstatic through pleasure and pain. Yep. That's all Clyde Barker. That's all. Right? That's Hellraiser. That yeah. Is Hellraiser, right? I mean, that he, is totally he, Hellraiser. And he's the hell priest. I mean, you don't call him pinhead. He's the hell priest. Hell priest. Hell priest yeah. I, I love Barker's work in part because it does explore. There's a very Catholic theme to his work. Oh, very much it, so. You know. Yeah. Very much so. Well, I don't know if you guys remember Stigmata, the movie. Yeah, but, I do. But it was Patricia Arquette and it was, it was such a nineties. It, it was made in 1999. Um, Billy Corgan actually was in charge of the music. Oh, geez. Great. I was going to say, I yeah. actually, I like, I, I remember the soundtrack. Yeah. 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 That and was when, that was before Billy Corgan like really went like over the edge. Yeah. 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 But, and Gabriel Byrne was the priest um, and who was actually nominated for a Razzie uh, for worst supporting artist, uh, worst supporting actor. And he lost to uh, the guy who played Jar Jar Binks. Yes. <laughs> That's terrible. I feel so sorry for that guy. That guy has gone through living hell. <laughs> <laughs> Which one, Jar Jar? Is it Jar Jar? Not Gabriel Byrne. Yeah, uh, I love Gabriel Byrne, yeah. and I, I I actually enjoyed the movie. Misa never working again. Moi <laughs> <laughs> moi, I love you. <laughs> no, but I that 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 whole movie. It was. It, I mean, it, it pretty much was faithful to like what 
you know, the stigma it was, but instead of it being um, her dedication or, you know, cause she was a self-proclaimed atheist, it was right. possession. She was possessed by a, an actual priest who, you know, was uh, trying to get the message of St. Thomas out, the gospel of St. Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. 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 Thomas, uh, yeah. The Gnostic gospels, oh, the, okay. the, the, Gnostic the forbidden gospels, right. you know, the ones we're not supposed to read because there's like, it debunks a lot of the it other stuff that's been out there. Like, you know, the kingdom of God is within you. Like you don't have to walk into a building to go to church. It's, you know, under right. every rock, it's split a tree and, you know, you'll find me, you know, turn up this rock. Which is pretty much witchcraft. Snatch the pebble from my hand. But, but I, but, you know, I thought the gospel of St. Thomas, they thought that was an interesting little nugget to be pulled out of there. I didn't look at that as closely as I would have liked to, but I think it's worth it exploring, but there are books about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll check those out too. Yeah. Just because I think it's, you know, I think things like this, there's historical um, significance to looking at, you know, religious text. Sure. I think those alternative uh, gospels in particular are fantastic. Mm -hmm. Just, just interesting. Some of them are uh, unintentionally hysterical. So they have, they have like books. I don't know if they're, if it's still in print, but they had, when I was in in college, they had a book called the, the other gospels, right? Which is just a collection of all these. One of them is a narrative. Jesus is a little boy and he's like going around and this kid is getting water next to him and like accidentally bumps him. So Jesus is just like points his finger at him, kills him. And, 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 Finger guns, Jesus. And it, was, and it was sort of like, don't you know who I? It was sort of like, don't you know who I? Like the the point of the writers was clearly to demonstrate that Jesus is like, like the, powerful, the, right. right? So he's like, don't you know who I am? You don't bump me, so it like kills the guy. So don't goes, you but, know who I am? Bang. Right. And it's yeah. like the village is like up in an uproar, and like Mary and Joseph are like, Jesus, like what did you do? He's like, well, don't they know who I am? So like we gotta flee now. We gotta get out of here. So on their way out, Jesus is like, Jesus fine, I understand. Christ. Right. Jesus exactly. Christ, Jesus what did Christ, you Jesus. do? Yeah. <laughs> then he strikes everyone blind, if I remember correctly. He strikes the whole village what? blind. He's like, all right, I'll leave, but just so you all know, I'm the son of God. You're all blind. <laughs> Imagine this was the history in what, of the church if that was the fifth. If, that, if they let that, if they let that out, <laughs> the books that they didn't tell you about, yes, yeah. <laughs> the gospels that you you will never see. That's right. That's, yeah, that's great. Oh, it's good stuff. Going back to the '97 was also a big, you know, yep. Catholic yeah. horror movie. Um, with Seven uh, Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly Sins. And the music was uh, by Howard Shore and uh, Trent Reznor appears in, in there. Like in the very beginning, you hear part of Closer, you know, like kind of remixed and done when they're showing the opening credits and everything. But, you know, you've got like the Seven Deadly Sins. And I feel like um, John Doe, John Doe's got the upper hand here. You know, he's uh, he's getting his salvation, which is his ultimate demise um, through his works, good works. Um, you know, but it, it's funny. They, they, uh, almost didn't have that head in the box scene. Mm. They, uh, they were going to just a good old, just a cake. It was just like, what's in the box. That's oh, just a cake. What's donuts. In the box? <laughs> what's in the box? Bacon donuts. Yeah. No. So last minute but, they're like, why don't we put a human head in instead? Awesome. <laughs> Even better. Gwyneth Paltrow's head <laughs> in retrospect. No, her, yes. yes. Her, yeah. No, her vagina because she likes to put her vagina on everything. On everything. Right. Yeah. Right. No, but the, it's, it's her vagina candle. <laughs> It's in the box. <laughs> that would be more nightmarish. <laughs> Who say? <laughs> 
Erica Badu has a candle that smells like her. Her her own punani? Yeah. Wow. She, well, she lady jumped on. Is this become a thing? I, I, mean, this is a, I don't know. I like, want a candle called Panty one. Hamster. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna smell like that, my panty hamster. Panty hamster. Is that my, like the discount version? You got yes. like Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, there's my panty. My, this, panty is the this is the dollars. This is the dollar. The dollar store version that's got like the dust on it. It's panty hamster. <laughs> Lisa and I have a mutual friend who introduced me to the term meat curtains, and I was like, oh my god, I'm still. It's like been two months. I'm spunk still wallet. This is meat gone curtains. Into, uh, a place that I have no idea how we get back from. That's okay. I'll, I'll reel it back. <laughs> the in. Laguna mystery. The Laguna oh, listen. Mystery. Well, no, yes. we can get back. We can we can <laughs> tie that into Catholicism's inherent fear of women of the uh, vagina. Boom, the Exorcist. Yes. The they exorcist, don't like. Yes. They, yeah, they don't like vaginas. No, but they they sure do like the penis. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, vaginas are for are for uh, procreation. That's you know, you're you know, garbage in, garbage out. The, the, the womb of Mary. We don't really talk about the womb of Mary that much. Well, no, I mean, well, well we I do. wouldn't anyway. I mean, maybe they. I mean, well, I've never yeah. heard them talk about. I never well, heard it's them. Oh, no. should become a, a, a unless it is the fruit of thy womb. A new trend for there to be statues of pregnant Mary. Yes. Uh, and that's partly because of the church's position on abortion and things like that. But th- there's not, I never saw these growing up, but more and more now you see statues of pregnant of Mary. Pregnant Mary. Yeah. Interesting. I yeah. never, never, never saw those growing up. I mean, we had the statues in all of the classrooms. There was a statue of Mary. It was usually a statue skinny of St. Joseph. I always see skinny, skinny Mary. Mary. Skinny Mary in the blue and white robes. Yeah. Right. Blue eyes. Oh, yeah. I mean, to me, she will always be Olivia Hussey. Oh. I mean, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, seventies. Yep. I mean, she just had my heart between that and Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, but she yep. Just... And and also Olivia Hussey was in um uh Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Yes, right. The right. first Black Christmas. The good one. Hello. Yes. <laughs> the good one. The, the good, good one. one. Yep. That's right. The and and, and she house. and she wanted to have an abortion. <laughs> yes, that's she right. Wanted to have an abortion. Right. That was right. that was like pretty pretty daring for seventy three or seventy four whenever that movie came out. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. So and we went into this when we had the uh, when we had the plug it up episode about menstruation yes. and horror and and, you know, the, the Catholic Church's inherent fear of, of of nice, innocent little girls turning into bloodletting, horrible, demonic women. Remind me what the Catholic Church's policy is about women and on their period. What, what do they? We don't have to go into a menstrual hut if that's what you mean, right? No. But isn't there like a rule against touching women or anything I'm not familiar like, with that. Anything like that? I'm not familiar with that. Mostly about their position them. on birth control, which is they're <laughs> not for birth control, yeah. not except for, for the rhythm method. The, the rhythm method, yeah, yeah. yeah. which has it's mixed results. Called family planning, Christopher. It's uh, not oh, the right. rhythm method. Right. <laughs> Get your, you've got your advent calendar. Or as my mother, your, my like, mother called. calendar right yeah. next to it. My mother know. used to call Catholic, Catholic birth control was the late night movie. <laughs> That's the so late funny. night movie. The late night movie. Like if you didn't, you're like, no, I'm staying up. You go to bed, oh. dear. I'm watching the late <laughs> night movie. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's probably why there's eight years between me and my brother. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're very atypical Catholic in that way. My dad was yeah. one of nine kids. Yeah. Um, my mom was one of four. But even then, like in both cases, my dad is like 20 years older than his youngest sibling. And my mom is something like 20 years older than her youngest sibling. That's so they Catholic. just yeah. that's, that's very, very Catholic, Catholic to me. It's very yeah. Catholic. Um, whereas, you know, everybody was just kind of like looking at us like, well, you only got three <laughs> shooting blanks, John. What are you doing? <laughs> Shooting <laughs> 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 
I warned you, my dude. I warned you about coming onto this show. Uh, Chris wasn't prepared. For oh, well, the, I mean, he's he kind of knows the body humor. He kind of <laughs> knows just from interacting with me online. He's very sweet. He's a good boy. Yeah. Why was I t- even talking about? We were that? talking about the rhythm method. Well, yeah. Well, and and yeah. then the vagina and, and the vagina men- and menstruation. 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 And somewhere the exorcist came up in the there. And well, well, I mean, yeah, that's the, yeah. The exorcist. Ex- the exorcist is very much about, uh, among other things, um, just, you know, the fear of girls turning into women. Um, at least the, the film version. Yeah. Um, it's it's rife with symbolism there um, with Reagan starting off as this cute little girl having her little conversations with Captain Howdy in the basement and then turning into this raging bloodletting, you know, crucifix fucking. Oh, you yeah. Know? No, yeah. And it's it's uh, right. And, it, it, you know. It's not a surprise in a way, right? I mean, uh, the movie, here's Chris McNeil. Yeah. So it's a non-traditional family. So this is one thing. So Mm -hmm. warning, warning, non-traditional family. And moreover, it's uh, a mother and her daughter. And the mother doesn't need a guy in her life. The mother's a world-famous actor. And so so that's already a problem. That's where the devil's going to come in. Because how could the devil not come into a situation like that? Right. Right. And then so interesting when you watch it. How can a pedophile not walk into a situation with a single mom and a vulnerable child. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then when Reagan, when Reagan becomes possessed, um, it's all men in her life. Yep. After that. Every, yes. All the doctors, the yep. pre, everyone yep. from Carl putting stuff under her pillow yep. To, yep. All, to all the main doctors she works with to, of course, the priest, men, 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 all hovering over her, all poking her, all exactly. doing their rituals. The rest of the movie. Yeah. Sounds like whether it's medical, medical, <laughs> So whether it's medical or religious. I am blushing beyond (laughs) the beard is hiding. We're 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 filthy, filthy, terrible women. I'm I'm gonna just keep sipping my 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 coffee here. I'm sorry to make everything you say into a dirty joke. (laughs) No, you're not. I respect that. Because you have that demonic look in your eyes and you say it. I'm sorry, but not really. This is just how we're wired. This is you know, it's our year anniversary of like looking at each other and just going yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you. I, I know, know you. you. I know you. That's uh, too hysterical. That is too effing hysterical. It's it's very rare for me to find <laughs> another woman as, as disgusting as I am. So well, happy anniversary. I yes, love being you. disgusting with you, Lisa. Yeah, that's true. That's why that's why we have that's why we always have Van Ham on because she's also completely Oh, disgusting. she's she was on awesome. she was on she was on the, the, the plug it the, up the plug it up episode. Yeah. Can we talk about Constantine too? I know it's a comic book movie, but I kind of looked at it as a horror movie too with the Keanu Reeves. And uh, anyway, so it was based on the DC comic Hellblazer. Yep. And there was like a couple of story arcs that it took from uh, called Dangerous Habits and Original Sins. But again, here's Salvation uh, through good good works again a, another theme um, that you see that I, I I really feel like Catholicism is big on you know like hey go out and do good in the world and you might be able to get into heaven even if you are shitty in all these other ways well yeah you know? and the and, the, and the, the going back to the exorcist it's you know it's the priest that's riddled with doubt yes right right you right. know it's, he lost his faith it's it's yeah it's faith versus doubt and 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 Marin is also kind of like that and 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 I mean I I love him anyway because he looks like <laughs> it's so it's crazy because uh Max von Sydow uh, looks exactly 
exactly like my paternal grandfather in that movie. And they had aged the fuck out of him. I was going to say, they really, really aged him, right? He yeah. was not that old at that time, but he looks just like my paternal grandfather. And then George C. Scott, who was in ex- the, the Third Exorcist, um, looks like my maternal Grandfather, it's very strange. Your family showing up in all the, all yeah, the and all the access. Well, it's just or Lisa's, man. or Lisa's just, just seeing her family. No, I just see. Movies. Well, I just see. It's just I'm programmed that way because I was raised Catholic. Um, you know, and oh. and and I'll say it again. Like I think I think if you're raised Catholic, you're more drawn to horror because certainly the reason I got into horror anyway was because of my mother, who was also very much raised Catholic, but also really into science fiction, really into horror movies. She brought my brother and sister and I to the first Star Trek convention that happened in Boston oh, wow. I, like 1975 wow. yeah. I think and I vaguely remember this yeah but um you know I, I think she you know because Catholicism is very much about the supernatural yep um and you know you know you you scoff at other you know religions like what do you believe that you believe in Zenu what I mean, but you think about like <laughs> well yeah but you know I we believe in a guy that was dead for three days and you know came back well to talk, look at their relics right oh yeah those I, are magical those are magical that's, pieces that's yeah and there are classes of relics as, yeah. as I as I explained to you before and 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 when I explain Catholicism to a lot of people the first thing I'll always get into is the classes of relics because it's really messed up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, yeah. like Hitler thought that they were so magical. He, right, he they, took some yeah. of them away and, you know, hid them. And it, like the Spear of Destiny was one yeah, of them, which, which makes its a, appearance in that's Constantine. A, that's a second class relic. Yeah. Uh, um, tell me what. OK, so right, tell so me so what the, the first classes class, are. All right. So the first class of relic is um, a usually a body part. <laughs> No. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Who's body? Every church Wait, and, and any church in order for the altar to be consecrated, it, there there has to be like a little scrap of the saint, whether it's a little piece of flesh or a little piece of bone or boobs or eyeballs or, or, or a skull in some cases. When you've got or a, a lot heart. of churches, though, it tends to be something smaller. But yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. uh, uh, Our Lady of uh, Lords in uh, Boston had little scraps of saints. I was in those churches when I was working with those. I had no you idea have there to were know, body you parts. You have in to there. know where to look, my dude. You have to know where to look. Good lord. Um, yeah. So that's the first <laughs> class relic. A second class relic is something that um, the saint. So the sword, something that was in like actual physical contact with the saint, like right. you know, a robe, a girdle, um, a sword, a rosary, a, a Bible. That's a second class. Candy relic. wrappers. Candy wrappers. No. Coffee cups. Cell phones. Cell phones. Yep. You know. Yep. Yep. And then a third class relic is something that touches something that belonged to the saint or like, you know, a piece of cloth that was rubbed on the tomb of a saint. Um, so like I have a, I have a medallion um, of Kateri Tekawida, which is a third class relic because in the back is a little square of fabric that was put placed on her on her grave. Have you ever visited any of the saints like the they're supposedly they don't decompose is that is this Well is this some I mean yeah, that's the that's that's you know one of the like miracles that some of the saints like don't decompose but a lot of them do. <laughs> or they don't know that they've decomposed because they are too busy chopping them all up and yeah. then putting them in altars and no one's all over the once church. Once they're once they're in, in yeah. you know, you know. Yeah. Fourth class relics are 3D printed. Yes. 
Fourth class. Fourth class is the is the Saint Joseph house selling kid. Yes. If you leave it on Amazon, you bury a, a statue of Saint Joseph in your backyard. And I did that, and you'll sell your house. And, I did that, and did you sell your house? I did. Uh, all right. It must have been causal, right? I yeah. It was all because of that. I also had a I had somebody come in and do like because my house was haunted, and I had somebody do a clearing of the house and just like Amityville I, Horror. But yeah, I think and it then, so well for the and were there lots there. of flies? <laughs> Get, out. Get out! Get out! <laughs> Blood coming from the walls. Yeah, another another very Catholic movie. Well, most horror movies, and especially vampire movies, are very. Oh, Catholic. sure, because yeah. you know the crucifix is because like the bane of the iconography. Yeah, I like how that's changed over the years, though. When you know it used to be, you just had to hold it up, mm-hmm. and then you have like you have to have faith for that. Exactly to what work. I was thinking of. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, that's new. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, really? Now, okay. now I gotta believe in this stuff too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are there so many rules to wording off vampires all of a sudden? Jeez. You I know? have. A deep and abiding love for Fright Night. I just, I love, oh, Fright I Night is Fright great. Night. Yeah. 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 Roddy McDowell was just fantastic. Yeah. But I, if I, I wanted to talk about The Exorcist again. Of course, we were always yeah. want to talk about yeah. The Exorcist because it is it is like the the creme de la creme of Catholic horror. Well, what always interests me, so I took a course, uh, I went to Jesuit college. And, uh, oh, you're one of those. I'm one of those. <laughs> yeah. right? Benedictine versus Jesuit. Exactly. Yeah. And they, I took a whole bunch of courses, including history of the idea of the devil. Yep. <laughs> Great course. We read like Jeffrey wow. Burton Russell's like series on the history of the devil. We watched The Exorcist. I wrote a paper there that still, still sticks with me because once you start watching The Exorcist with a critical eye, mm-hmm. it's such a Catholic movie and yet it's a failure of Catholicism. Yes. So this is, this is uh, uh, something that I, I, realize when watching this and I don't I'm sure others have realized it but you know for it to be a successful movie from the Catholic standpoint the Roman ritual has to work right right and the Roman ritual doesn't that, work right right yeah. Marin tries it he yeah. dies yeah. she's delighted or it's delighted at that point yeah, yeah. Karis gives up on right. the Roman ritual yeah. says come into to me. me yeah my thought of this was maybe the demon maybe we've just completely misunderstood this this is a story in which the demon wins mm-hmm. because what the demon's real target is is priests to kill them yeah <laughs> Yes. Just keeps uh, chalking yeah. up wins. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> chalking yeah. up wins. Um, but it is interesting to me that that movie. I mean, dramatically, it's really cool. Yeah. But from yeah. a standpoint of Catholicism, for all the like talk of you need a ritual, you need a ritual. This is the right. last stand. It's not the ritual that's that that saves Reagan. It's Karis. It's it's punching her and the girl in the face, face and coming into me and then committing suicide. Right. Which yeah. at that time is like the worst thing, thing right. you can do. That's not that doesn't that's not a ringing victory for Catholicism. Yeah, I wondered what happened to Karis's soul after that Exorcist happened. We just bypass the heretic altogether. <laughs> yeah. We don't, oh, we don't talk about, yes, we don't talk about that movie. I to me, it like just doesn't fucking exist. I didn't revisit <laughs> the exorcist until like the mid two thousands oh, or the God. early two thousands. I watch it all the time. Yeah. I, that's one of those movies. Like if it's on and even if it's got commercials and it's like in the middle, I will still watch that shit. No, I never sequels, get tired of it. But there was like oh, the, the sequels. sequels. Yeah. Now, three, three is, three is very good. It is. It is truly it terrifying, and and my boyfriend Bat, uh, Brad Dorif is in it. Oh, yeah. he's so good. Yeah, he's and that so was good. one of his first. Right, that was one of his breakout early, roles. Yeah, early. Yeah, well, I mean, his first first breakout role was in uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That's right. Of course, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um. Um. But he's yeah. He's we did an episode about horror crushes, and Brad Dorif is. Am I right in remembering? And I you've be, been pretty might, faithful to that crush too. Mm. Mm. I, I might be misremembering this, but I think in, in you know, in Exorcist Three, Karis is possessed with the Zodiac Killer, right? Yeah. And I think uh, as they originally okay. wrote it, it was going to just be the actor who plays Damien Karras yeah. the whole time 
speaking as the Zodiac killer. And I think somewhere along the way they made the decision that the audience wasn't tracking this. Yeah. And so they gave us Brad Dorf as, as the face. We could actually yep. see that. Mm -hmm. What a great decision. Yeah. Because he steals, he steals oh, every scene he's in in that yeah. movie. Yeah. And then there's it's the smiles that, what is it? Smiles that keep smiles. us going. <sighs> little smirks and bit of good cheer or something, something yeah, like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Something. Yeah. And then of course there's like, you know, one of the most terrifying scenes is the hallway scene. Oh, with the little yes, yeah. the nurse. Yeah, yes. The nurse. Yeah. Yeah. You got to watch it. I have you got to watch it. Yeah. It's um, yeah, it's honestly like it, it, you know, the, 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 it, it veered way off course with two. Uh, it redeems itself with, with the franchise redeems itself uh, with and, three. And George C. Scott, he adds gravitas <sighs> to anything he does. Oh, absolutely. Between that and the changing though, in terms of horror movies. Yeah. Yep. Like just, I, I also have a very soft spot in my heart for the changeling, and just yep. because George C. E. Scott can one, one look convey mm -hmm. like a hundred different emotions, right? Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, I just have to sit sit with it for. A I, I was, you know what I think I just, is cool is that they have dr drinking priests. Well, those, priests drink. The, oh my God, are yeah. you kidding? They smoking, all drink and smoking, drinking. drinking. All of my <laughs> teachers, like being my, human. All of, yeah, I right? mean, all of the all of the priests that weren't you know hanging out with with boys <laughs> that I grew up with, you know, were drinking, smoking priests. Yeah. Um, Father O'Driscoll. Fa Father O'Driscoll was a chain smoker, uh, and he was the one who, uh, in I think it was sixth or seventh grade, uh, uh, gave gave me my first you know sort of men and women relationship advice uh, telling me not to be a Blarney Stone. <laughs> now girls that don't be a Blarney Stone. The Blarney Stone is you kiss it and it, it gives it, it brings luck. So you don't want you don't want like everybody just kissing on you. Don't don't be a Blarney Stone. Oh, that's that's okay. cute in a weird way. It's, it's yeah. a, oh, Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. It's like what I, I <laughs> Now don't get lucky. Don't, don't be a Blarney Stone. Don't let them think they got lucky. That's right. <laughs> with you. Yeah. Every time you do that, though, I just I'm imagining the Lucky Charms guy. <laughs> Terrible there image are, in there my are, head. There are like the Lucky Charms oh, yeah. guy giving you of this course. advice. Yeah. Well, didn't you have like Count Chocula for a break? This morning. I have not grown up at all. <laughs> well, neither have I. I mean, not, neither was he. I mean, like, no, no, yeah. I mean, I'm I, be on this show, I'm going to have Count Chocula, of course. You yeah, know, I've got to have the Count. got to have Count Chocula. I was more of a booberry. I love blueberry. Girl, I like blueberry. Frankenberry. I like Frankenberry. The lesser Franken known ones, yummy, mummy, yummy, yummy, and, mummy, and, and uh, uh, the wolf. Fruit, uh, the, fruit, oh, yeah. fruit. <laughs> fruity, broody, or fruit, 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 fruit. fruit. Yeah. <laughs> they brought fruit, fruit back. I they, think they did for a while. I, I yeah. sadly, embarrassingly, but not really. I collect these. So of course you do. The boxes. The boxes yeah. the little, See, we're little both figures. collectors. It's 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 a it's a it's a pretty frightening thing. Need you. Well, I mean, you've been in my house. You know, you know the shit that I collect. Oh yes. So I have a few exorcist things okay. i've got the toy with her on the bed yeah you can press play and her head spins around with the music with tubular bells going on nice, nice. Uh, i've got the and walmart of all places was selling this one the statue of pazuzu including with the like amazingly like insane the, erection yes yeah like you could buy that walmart walmart <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> so I have uh, I have that as well. I have Pazuzu next to uh, Reagan on the bed. Yep. I have, you you dress up as Reagan uh, have, for Halloween I on occasion. I dressed up. I have really. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I got the the mask. Get the nightgown. The oh, okay. nightgown with the vomit and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have her uh, the sort of uh, animatronic her in my yep. in my apartment. So she's she's about uh, eleven year old high, mm -hmm. and uh, that's one where you can press a button and her head will spin and that's she'll amazing. spew out. I have a friend who has a can of split pea soup signed by Linda Blair. That is perfect. I love that so much. <laughs> I 
absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, I'm waiting for her to like come along to like some con so I can do the same thing. Oh yeah, because she'll do it, oh, especially sure. if it's vegan. I'm a good Catholic. I eat a ton of meat, but also feel horrible about it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a fillet of fish in so long. Oh, that was the Friday. You wait. I still wait love them. Well, so does so does so does Donald Trump. Apparently, <laughs> I'm going to I'll, I'll I'll bring in shamrock shakes and fillet of fish. Sometime. They're shamrock out now shakes. again, right? The, well, the it's just about that time. Premature. No, it's oh, shamrock no. shakes are in March. Well, because Valent. Well, please, that doesn't stop anything. I mean, you know, we already got Easter candy in the aisles. I know I this. Hate that I I know this because I had my first bag of mini eggs yesterday. Oh. oh. Mm. How about the Cadbury eggs? Love no, those. fuck those. I don't like those. That's like that's like that. My my my, my 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 sister says that's like that's like eating sugared phlegm. <laughs> you know that's gonna gross me out for a minute, and I'm gonna get past it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, eh, yeah, I guess I could see it. Oh well. This, this reminds me of like. My, my Easter's growing up, I would have things like the chocolate cru- crucifixes. Oh, you got chocolate those? Crosses. The chocolate, chocolate crosses? Yeah. And that's yeah a, there's that's... a difference between a cross and a crucifix. Yeah, they, zombie they, Jesus season? Zombie, uh, yeah. It's zombie <laughs> Jesus. No, you those, got those? I got those. It always feels a little weird, though. I never got those. Eating a chocolate cross. No, <laughs> no my, my Easter baskets <laughs> were very pagan. I had the rabbit and the little chickies and, and the jelly beans. The and, eggs. I had those and then too, there's but... huge, but no, there was never any, like, my mother never got me, like, a chocolate cross. Okay, is this a pro peeps room or do are the peeps like do people hate peeps around here? I personally believe that peeps are the way to salvation. <laughs> we could do the stations of the cross with peeps. Oh god. <laughs> oh, let's do it. That would be fun. If you're a filmmaker out there and you want to help us out and you have, want a lot of controversy. You have a peep carrying a chocolate cross? Oh, could you imagine? Could you I imagine? could. Yeah, you could. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the gears are turning. Yeah. Oh. oh my God. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, so we have to talk about the, yes. the, the cadaver synod because like that to yes, me is like synod. the perfect, um, the perfect example of uh, like just how messed up the Catholic church really is. Uh, and so it's the cadaver trial. Uh, or synodus horrenda, um, and it was a oh. it was the uh, posthumous ecclesiastical trial of Pope Formosus. He was dead for about seven months, and um, the trial was conducted by Pope uh, Pope Stephen the Sixth, who was the successor to Formosus's uh, successor, which was Pope Boniface the Sixth. And so, basically, he had his corpse exhumed and brought to the papal court for this trial. So they like exhumed his corpse corpse and put it in the robes and then stuck it on, you know, a throne and, and accused uh, and accused the corpse of perjury and and of having acceded to the papacy illegally. So he was so the corpse was was declared uh, guilty and his papacy retroactively declared null. And then they like flung the corpse, you know, into, into, <laughs> they into flung the river. The corpse. Yeah. 890, 897, January of it's 897. It's not subtle, is it? No, it's, but it's one of my favorite stories yeah. about the, the, the history of the Vatican. That is like, the craziest shit I have ever heard in my life. Oh yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. And I remember, I think I was like maybe, maybe 
20 when I first heard about it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? They went through all that trouble. They're like, this guy's got to stand trial. Exhume the corpse. Exhume, Exhume the corpse, corpse and put him back in his in his in his robes. Oh and and, and you're you are a guilty corpse. Guilty. I mean, Catholics guilty. are the ones who are really obsessed with bodily resurrection. I mean, they, they there was no war, cremation. War, wars fought about this. You know? Yeah. Like, it's not just a spiritual resurrection. Like, eventually, your somehow, in the bo- last day, yeah. your body will come back. And that's why a lot of Catholics still will not be uh, cremated. Cremation was, a, like, a no-no, like, for... That, take everything so literally, you know? They yeah. really do. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. this was, yeah, I mean, so much blood. So much in, in blood. The, yeah. In the early days, shed over, like, well, was yeah. Jesus just a spirit? Get, no, it was it They was get really, like, attached to, like, the, you know, material stuff. I mean, like, literally, they get attached. It was like they're, it's with, very non-Buddhist in that well, way. Yeah, I mean, like, right. you, you hang on to, you hang on to little bits of yeah. <laughs> body like, parts. You know, the best thing you could do as a Buddhist is, like, you know, disavow yourself Maybe that's from why all we're both collectors. <laughs> and I, I am. Honestly. I'm sure of it. That, yeah. yeah, well, you know, I, I, I'm not going to hate on that because, you know, that everybody's got to live I how s- they live. I still you know? have saved so much of the stuff that I had. I still have like this little plastic nativity, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's in, with a little glow in the dark Jesus. <laughs> A little glow in the dark Jesus. I still have it. And I actually stuck a little miniature Santa on it. <laughs> Does but the I, glow in the dark still work? Do you turn I, off the lights? You know, and, uh, I don't know that I haven't little... tried it. I'll have to check it. But I mean, I have all that stuff. I have the little white purse that I got when I got my communion oh. and it had like my first rosary in it. And then a little, a little uh, mass, a little hymnal. Those yeah, are your two, relics. Yeah. Those are my relics. Everybody's got, I, and maybe that's relics. what it is. I mean, you know, when you collect things, these are your relics. Oh, for, you know? for me, they're talismans for sure. Yeah. You can time yeah. travel with a lot of these. Go back to yeah. the movies that changed they your ha- life. They hold or, me, yeah, you know, they hold me Go back to, to when you actually believed all of this stuff and you were a little bride of Christ. I mean, oh yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah. I had a wreath of daisies and my mother's wedding veil and my little white dress you're yeah. It's cute. I love. And, I, I yeah, actually do cute, like. Yeah, it's cute. But then you you don't think about like the evil that's percolating underneath there. <laughs> <laughs> I saved my son's uh, his uh, first communion um, suit. outfit suit. The yeah, little, the little, little white, white little white suit. He looked like a little ice cream man. That's mm. so it was cute. Cu- it was cute. <laughs> but no, I just uh, I I feel like you know there is a lot of the collecting and and like. You know, the spear, the spear of destiny is apparently that was a relic where like they stabbed him in the side because they wanted to check first if they needed to break his legs to hasten his death. Mm hmm. They broke people's legs while they were hanging to get the death process yeah, it's like going. Chris was saying the Romans, the Romans efficient. Oh, they what they like, were doing. It's some gory business, but then when they stabbed him in the side, water and blood came out, and they didn't. They were they weren't banking on that happening, but that was the proof. Their proof, not science, but their proof that he was, you know, God and man in the same body, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think, you know, that would have happened to any one of us if we were put up on, sorry, everybody who's Catholic and listening to this. I don't, I don't think we have any devout Catholics listening to this. Anyone, anyone who's a devout Catholic listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) They're coming after us. But, uh, but I think that, um, you know, that would happen to any one of us. Right. So in that way, the, the Gnostic gospels are right. So, you know, the kingdom of God that lives inside Jesus lives inside all of us, ah. theoretically. No, right? this is heresy we're talking about. Yes, well, this is heresy. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. Sorry for the heresy. 
Well, <laughs> sorry, not sorry for heresy. What was the what was, was it a '90s movie? Since you got me thinking about '90s movie now, or was it after that? Or was it? Or, or, I'm sorry, was it early '80s with um, uh, Demi Moore, the the, the seventh uh, sign, the seventh sign, yeah, yeah. seventh yeah. sign. Seventh that, sign. That's all about the return of Jesus, right? Isn't that isn't that it? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen and that. If they, in ages. And, if, and you know, and then Jesus I was thinking came, about the seventh seal with Max von Sydow. Yeah, if if Jesus came back, they'd crucify him all over again. There are some stories now, isn't there? Like a television show about this or something? Yeah, evil. Yeah. Uh, is it evil? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, it's called it's called evil. Um, and it's and my mother watches it, and and she's just like the theology is sound. Okay then. Well, um, so <laughs> she's like, it's very scary, and the theology is sound. <laughs> Betty, I'm going to take that endorsement as gospel and watch that damn Listen, show. If Betty likes it, it's good. Yeah. Did, you, did, did either of you watch The Exorcist television show? I watched yes, the first actually, season. Actually, I did. Yeah, I, I did watched like the first it. season. I thought it, I thought Gina that was Davis, actually right? Gina Davis yeah. says the grown-up Reagan. Yeah, yeah. that you don't spoiler find alert. It. Spoiler yeah. alert. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right, but um, that was interesting. To I thought that was an interesting move to make. Yeah, like, she grows up. Yeah, you know what happens to someone? What who happens? That? Yeah, I mean, how do you come back from because that? Because right. don't because we don't talk about two. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Two doesn't exist when yeah. she when she seduces Richard Burton. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think two, yeah. didn't two have two had somewhere buried in the horribleness was this idea that wasn't bad, wasn't it? That you know she had sort of touched the supernatural. Yeah. And, and that 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 made her special. It's not a yeah. terrible idea, no. but execution wise. Oh, bad. Craptastic. Craptastic. And not even like fun to watch craptastic. Yeah. It's just bad. Yeah. And Neil Morricone gives us the score, though. Of all the things for him to score, he scores The Exorcist, too. (laughs) But that's that's probably the best thing of The Exorcist, too, is Neil Morricone. Yeah, it's the score. Yeah, we talked about him. So if you had to find like an old school biblical way to die... What would what would that way be? The Catherine wheel. Oh, wow. If you had to be killed, um, well, you Saint Peter, say old old Saint Testament Peter, or New Saint Testament? Peter was crucified upside down because he didn't yeah, believe he, he right? didn't believe he should be crucified in the same way as Jesus. Um, so that's pretty. What pretty did they do? What did they do to Pontius Pilate? I forget. Pontius, they did, they did well, something. Pont- well, Pontius Pilate wasn't a saint. No, he wasn't. But they, they, they still went after him afterwards, didn't they? I don't remember or recall um, that. I don't know. Happening to I'm making Pilate. up my own stories of the say, Bible. You, you've, got, you've got a great, great story there. Yeah. Yeah. What, did, what, what, what did happened? Ha- what happened to Pontius Pilate? Pilate living I had comfortably a dream. in retirement. I met a Galilean, a most amazing man. Oh my man. God, that's another thing we need to get into. Sometimes is my my deep and long tradition with Jesus Christ Superstar. I am Team Brown record all the way. The yeah. original, the yeah. original, because I've, I've done, yeah. I've done it twice uh, on stage with Boston Rock Opera. Awesome. Um, with Gary Sharon in both productions, in one production, him playing Jesus, and then in the other production, and uh, him playing Judas. Oh, but, rock on. Yeah, but when we were rehearsing, uh, I think it was for the 2000 production where Gary was playing, uh, Gary was playing Judas. Um, we had this thing going, are you a brown record or are you a blue record? The blue record is the movie soundtrack. Okay. The brown record the brown is the record. original 1970 soundtrack. I am. My I dad am, had that. I am brown record. I love, I, I think Murray Head as Judas is fucking fantastic. I think he's so good in that role. Yeah. And and it wasn't even really performed. I mean, it was, no. it, they were just, you know, straight singing it. Yeah. Yvonne Elliman uh, is on both. Uh, uh, she's Mary Magdalene yeah, in the yeah, original yeah, soundtrack. Yep. And then she was Mary Magdalene in the film. Yep. 
Um, but no, brown record, brown record all the way. I don't have a position on this one. Really? <laughs> I, know, I know. Really? No, my dad had that what soundtrack. What kind of Catholic are you? Did you listen to Godspell too or no? I didn't really. I didn't, I didn't listen to Godspell, no. but uh, Hair. Hair was another soundtrack that I loved. Of course, I loved that one. But Well, I think Godspell was sort of like the like the Catholic answer to Hair. Like, yeah. let's get a bunch of like hippie-like people singing about <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> they should do the Passion of the Christ on what? Ah. Oh. That actually reminds me. That's one of my favorite stories of my mother, who was very Catholic and yeah. also got me into horror movies. Right? So see, the, we, see, we that's are the connection. very alike, and that's the connection. Yeah. You know, I was home for the holidays, Easter holidays. My yeah. mom was like, "Christopher, you don't take me out to the movies anymore. Take me out to the movies." All right, Ma, what do you want to see? I want to see, the, want to see the Passion of the Christ. Oh God! I'm and like, you're like, I'm like, oh, Ma, do you know what this movie are is? Are you sure? Yeah, right. Yes, Christopher, take me. All right, so we go. Oh, so God. I get the tickets, right? And I, I get the tickets, and I'm already making my way to the seats, my mother has stopped by the refreshment stand. Yeah. I go up to her, I'm like, you do know what movie we're going to see. You she's have like, a hankering for something yeah, over there? she's like, I want my popcorn, <laughs> I want my good and plenty, I want my, co-. I'm like, fine, mom. Yeah. So we're sitting in the theater. It was an afternoon show, matinee. Yeah. A couple They didn't serve us, communion wafers serve and communion. wine. So we're sorry, watching yeah. Passion of the Christ. And yeah. as you know, it starts off almost immediately, like the torture the, yeah, starts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Couple next to us, elderly couple, about a half an hour, and you can see them shuffling uncomfortably. Yeah. Two younger women in front of us start crying. Yeah. Right, this is what we're getting. Yeah. Next to me, chum, 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 chum. <laughs> the whole movie. Like tears, Michael Jackson right, in the thriller, yeah, like just eating the popcorn. Lights come up. I turn to my mother. She's like, I feel bad for not feeling bad. <laughs> And, and I said, like, what do you mean? She's like, well, this is what we were taught in school. He suffered a horrifying this, death. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this was no surprise of, to her. You people, guys are surprised that this is what they showed. Like, I love you, mom, so much. people <laughs> who are raised Catholic or, and are still Catholic fucking loved that movie. Right, right. It was like, and Mel Gibson, you know, and Mel Gibson yep. is hardcore Catholic. Yep. Yeah. Hardcore, uh, yeah. like to a disturbing extent, like yeah. the Jews killed Jesus yeah. like Catholic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, that will always be a memory of my mom. Oh, Shopping her oh way through God. good and plenty and popcorn during the passion. Of yeah, the yeah. For some reason, I was thinking of uh, the Last Temptation of Christ because I remember uh, that was that came out. That movie came out my senior year, towards the end of my senior year in high school. So between um, senior year and when I went to college, yeah. And I was working at a movie theater that summer, and we were getting bomb threats. So that was a big deal, wasn't it? We were getting bomb threats because you know it was it was it's very gnostic in in, yeah. the, in that it it says you know Jesus was you know to Mary Magdalene. Magdalene yeah. Jesus had a wife, you yeah. know, Jesus, Jesus got it on. Yeah. And yes, that's why I was thinking of Willem Dafoe because he's the sexy Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Sexy Jesus. And that has a Peter Gabriel soundtrack. That's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. You know? But you know that Mary Magdalene as the wife of Jesus comes up in a lot of um, stories and, and in a couple of movies. So like all and the she Da Vinci sort of, Code movies. And, and she was kind of an amalgamation of different women in, in the Gospels. That's right. Um, you know, so, you know, the woman getting stoned and, you know, and, and yep. or about to get stoned, like not the same person, right. you know? So, yeah. yeah. So the, what people think of as Mary Magdalene is, is an amalgamation of scorned women in the Bible. Yeah. It, it, the, the role that women play in the Bible is it's somebody's wife or she's a prostitute or she's a witch or, mm. you know, somebody's mom, but yeah, she's so never, the, she's never anybody of intellect or importance or, you know, 
Right. Anything like that. And so, well, and it's, you know, the demonization of women. Women, yep. women aren't, you know, women aren't allowed. Now they have altar girls, you know, now they have altar girls, right. which pissed me off because I always wanted to be in. When you when you were saying earlier that you were an altar boy, and that's why I was like, like damn the misogyny. Because I remember like, you know, go, being in class and if there was a funeral, they would pull two boys out of the class. I was one yeah. of those boys. Yeah. Yeah. You fucker. <laughs> I was so religious. I, I served mass five to seven days a week. I would serve almost every day the, the early morning, seven were you, o'clock. Were, you, they paid, were you. you paid for funerals and weddings? I was paid for funerals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> weddings, you get paid more. Sure. It's a, it's a happier time. It's a happier time. Yeah. 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 Um, See, but women didn't, girls didn't get picked to do these jobs. No, no, I was, ne- I never got to be an altar girl. I was always very resentful about that. My mother was allowed on the altar. My mother was the cantor uh, for our parish. Yeah. So like she would lead the congregation in song and lead the choir in song. And so she was a cantor for she a Eucharistic minister too, because women are now. She, yeah, she. Ministers. My mother was a Eucharistic minister, but I mean, her. She was like kind of a superstar in our church because she was like the the, the cantor. That's why I, I always relate um, the mass to musical theater. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, first, you know, first watching my mother at a very early age doing all of this and, and singing. And but yeah, I mean, it's very there's costumes, you know, there's a whole like there's a first act, you know, and then there's communion right. and then there's a second act. Yep. It's yeah. it's structured very much like theater. Yeah. Um. So, you know, and then you have fellowship. Yeah. Well, we had fellowship after the yeah. service. As I was saying, orange drink and donuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only the best. Fasting was a was a big thing. One of the things one of the things that uh, that my parish did was the 40 hour fast and you would not eat for 40 hours. And That's it was, a lot of religion. It was though. very much. It was very much a thing that if you were on track for confirmation, you could check off if you did the 40 hour fast. Um you that was like you know because you had to do like community service and then you had to like you know I'm gonna ask my son if he did that debase yourself and some well th- this was very and, and it was a whole weekend and you slept in the school um, you had your sleeping bag and you slept in the school you had juice breaks and then they would like do you know they would try to keep yourself occupied. We'd walk down the street and we'd go see a movie. Um, they'd have lectures. There was a, like a volleyball game early on in the weekend because, you know, yeah, you, you don't want to say later on. Yeah. <laughs> but one year, and I swear to God, I hallucinated this because I was so hungry. But one year they brought in a guy um, to talk about the Kennedy assassination. And he showed Whoa. us, I was 15, 16 years old. He showed us the Zapruder film. Oh, wow. And talking about like, so who killed John Kennedy, kids? You know, and everybody was like, Lee Harvey Oswald. He's like, ah. <laughs> so you were deprived of food and being shown and, conspiracy and, being yeah. shown, yeah. and it was my first exposure to conspiracy theory. Oh, and I wow. swear to God, I made that up. And and so finally I had to like ask my, my best friend from high school who's in Bikini Whale with me. He plays Fred to my Cindy. And I'm like, Michael, did we watch the Zapruder film when we were in high school? He's like, oh God, yeah. And he was slowing that shit down and like watching, you know, we're watching Kennedy's head explode. Right. So that also the direction of the bullet. Also very Catholic. The first Catholic president. 
Yeah, right? Exactly. And we're watching this and like, I don't know who booked this guy. Like who at, who at the church like booked this guy to like keep Amazing. us entertained. But, but yeah. It doesn't it's... get any more Boston than that. <laughs> you know? Like, like here I am you like. Irish Catholic Here I am. I haven't president. eaten. I haven't eaten in Let's probably, I haven't yeah. eaten in probably 15 hours. Like, you know, I'm halfway through. This youth I'm living Catholic on. Events. I'm living on orange drink. You know? and, and, and Jesus. And Jesus. Jesus yeah. And watching the fucking Zapruder oh, film man. in the no, auditorium, in the auditorium of the school that I used to go to. Wow. We're just like veering off into the bushes here again. Yeah, that's okay. Welcome to our podcast. That's about, welcome. that's about like the, this is about the time where things get a little punchy. Things get a little punchy. Little we get a little punchy. punchy. So little then silly. we start, we start plugging other things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, we'll plug our Patreon. Yes. Let's plug that Patreon. We'll plug that Patreon, you know, for, for a dollar a month, you can get some. You can get a shout out. You can get the newsletter. You can get, get some access to the, some freaky, content. Freaky insider content. And, yes. And maybe even a button. Maybe. Maybe a little. If you're good. If you're good. Yeah. Um, So we have that. We have uh, social media, Stay Scary Pod on Facebook, Stay Scary Pod on Twitter, and Stay Scary Podcast on Instagram. Yes. And uh, what do you got coming up? Christopher. Uh, this week in dystopia, every other week, usually on Tuesdays. Yep. Uh, you can find it wherever fine podcasts are played. And, uh, so, so not where. <laughs> we're no, actually, we're on, on all the platforms. Say, on, we're on all the, I don't know. You listen everywhere. to Stay Scary yeah. on Monday and then you can listen to Dystopia on Tuesday. That's right. This yeah. Tuesday we've got um, um, my friend and uh, a political philosopher, Chris LeBron, talking about Watchmen, the television Ooh, show. Rock on. That's that, awesome. That television show just surprised me in all the best of ways. Yeah. So he gives a great analysis of the thinking about race and policing in, in America in light of Watchmen. So. Yeah. That's actually a really good topic. Yeah. Maybe Lisa should be on your show sometime. Uh, well, it's going to happen because there's so much to say about horror movies and politics. Oh, yes. See, that's so yeah, that's is, probably another episode. Is, we, we could do like a cross. I would, yes. cross I would absolutely absolute love that. Absolute yeah. cross episode. There's, there's yeah. so, I mean, we, like we got to talk about The Omen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, The uh. Omen there is, not only does it have the sort of Catholic angle, but it's yeah. so much a story about paranoia yeah, of yeah. power. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and uh, But we don't have to stop there. There's so much to say about politics and and horror, and especially horror. right now. Yeah. Especially, especially right now. Right now. Uh, and yeah. So, and then I've got a show coming up uh, March 21st at Sally O'Brien's in Somerville. This is the second year that we're doing uh, three sets of post-punk covers. And cool. so I've got a little band with uh, some of the members of Eddie Japan, uh, Eric Brocious, who used to be in Tribe, um, and then uh, one of my other bandmates. And so we're called Guy Liner in the Cloves. <laughs> <laughs> And we're doing, uh, God, Susie and the Banshees, uh, Adam and the Ants, um, uh, Gary Newman, Two Bay Army, uh, set of that. So that's happened in March 21st. It's LEO's, uh, doors, I think are at nine and first uh, set of music starts at nine 30. We go on on. 10:30 so so this is not on a school night it is not no no oh no. nice uh, i might be able to go please i never play school nights <laughs> i'm too i'm too i'm too big for school nights <laughs> i was going to say i'm too old for school nights <laughs> well that's i don't go too, out on school nights anymore that too like i think about i think about the 90s and like when i was in a band and seeing bands like 
every night and then drinking like a fucking fish oh, and then the disco and nap then was an being, essential like, still, part of the ritual oh no i still take a disco nap yeah. i still take it if i'm playing i take a disco nap before yeah. anything else but yeah. yeah so that'll be fun if you like uh, i don't know if we're doing i don't know if anyone else is doing the Bauhaus, but we're definitely got the Susie and the banshees going on so get your mope rock on all right <laughs> and uh yeah i guess that uh concludes christopher thank you sorry that we've horrified you but i did warn you no, <laughs> no, that was you. wonderful thanks for having me <laughs> thank really you, thank really you. great yeah 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 you got um, a donut out of it i got a donut you might get an, and and then we're yeah. gonna we're gonna go to hobby bunker kid yeah you know, right. we got the have, comic we got the comic book oh, store and ha- is bunker? anybody giving up anything for lent oh hope <laughs> <laughs> I'll just let that one hang out by itself right there because that, I can't talk that one. Fuck <laughs> that. It's like, you know what? I don't drink anymore. I have like, there's no joy in my life anymore. <laughs> I don't get to take chemical commercial breaks, so I don't give up anything for fucking Lent. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty Buddhist, so we pretty much have given up everything. <laughs> You've got to cover. We've got to cover all material possessions, attachments to things. We've I'll give up, up buying shit on the internet for forty days and see how I, see how that works out. Oh, that makes my heart hurt. I was going to say I'd last an hour. That makes my heart I'd hurt. Buy so much crap on the internet, and, and, but you know what? I mean, like everything's gearing up to the arrival of our baby Yodas because he's getting the same baby Yoda. Yep. The three hundred and fifty dollar baby Yoda. <laughs> but 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 television quality. That sucker yes. looks like baby Yoda. It, it yeah. looks like baby Yoda because some of the my sister posted something on my wall about like the fucking uh, Build a Bear. No know, no the Build a Bear. The Hasbro one is actually okay because like if you lay him down, he closes his eyes and like coos and shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just like fucking crazy. <laughs> but no, my sister did the Build a Bear ones, and I'm just like, mm, no, it's all leading up to the arrival. Maybe Chris. Christopher can be part of the baby show. Well, if you, you want to, really I was gonna say, if you want to have an episode on horror uh, memorabilia and toys and all. Oh yeah, really the, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, really he's got a much better, he's got yeah. a much better collection than I do. I mean, I've got some good stuff, but you know, Christopher, I'm just in awe of like all of it. I'm like, wow, the geekery, yeah, the combined nerdery, like, wow, in this room. So, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, so much to edit out on Sunday when I'm in the editing suite, uh, a.k.a. my office. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, we'll have a nice clean episode by Monday. A clean one? Oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I made him blush. <laughs> you can't make it clean. <laughs> no, no. Uh, anyway, so thanks so much for listening. And uh, do uh, do drop us a, a rating, you know, wherever you're listening. We want to thank everybody who's subscribed so far and uh, the thousands of downloads downloads that we've that we've pocketed since we started thank you so much but you know just push it a little bit over the over the over your devotion by leaving us a review we need you we love you um and uh yeah stay scary there's a monster in the house there's a monster in the house there's a monster in Thank you.